From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Because I've seen people say things to the contrary, including uh, Dave Portnoy, Stone's dude at Barstool. He was up in arms because uh, there were rumors last week that that Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady were a thing or a developing thing, a budding thing. Yeah, I don't want to be spoiled by Kim Kardashian. I just want to make sure. Let's just go around the room here, okay? Uh, we're going to go around. And I'm doing this fully knowing that my wife is probably listening, okay? <laughs> I love you, baby. All right. I know that she's probably listening right now. All right. But I, I, the reason I feel comfortable with this is that I don't think I'd get in trouble for this, per se. Okay. Just go around the room, around the horn, as they say. Uh, Theo, if Kim Kardashian was like, hey, man, like, I'm interested, your reaction would be what? Hey, man, I'm a people pleaser. All right? So I'm a, that's all I'll say. Cool. I'll leave it at that. Cool. I'm just, you know, I'm a committed young man. Yep. A people pleaser. Mm-hmm. But I am a committed young man. Uh-huh. And a people pleaser. Uh, Stone. If Kim Kardashian was like, baby, that bald head, the way the sun is glistening off that thing. Stop talking. Stand back. I have a girlfriend. Stand okay, back. So Arms linked. Listening. So now, Obviously. so in a football locker room. I love room, my girlfriend. Yeah. In a football locker room, he's all about uh, uh, naked dudes and packages, yeah. right? But but Kim Kardashian, uh, she's interested in him. And you stand like, back. No. Give me 20 feet. What if what if Kim Kardashian was your teammate? Football locker room. Right. <laughs> the naked slingshot. We'd be doing uh-huh. a few quarterback uh-huh. center exchanges. Uh-huh. Exactly. All right. Oh I mean, I would fully. I, I, Kim, all right. All right. All right, Kim. Okay. Uh, again. Again. I would be is, really disappointed. I'd be like, ugh. All right, Kim. But I, I, I'll say I, I, I met her once at a Super Bowl at the uh, – Fine. The Saints Colts Super Bowl. <laughs> if you insist, Ugh. the Colts Saints Super Bowl. She was on the. It was me and Evan Cohen. We were on the field after the game. Uh, Kim K was there. This is when she was dating Reggie Bush, mm. and so she was sweet. She said like hello to us, whatever. Um, but she is tiny. But she is also one of the single most beautiful human beings that I've ever seen in person. Mm. Like just now, I'm gonna say this as well. Uh oh. Uh oh. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, and I'm disgusting. But part of what makes her so infinitely attractive is that I've, I've seen her game. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't. I don't. I've seen her at work. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like that claim. I think that's just as far as some of these Northwestern Wildcats. That's a little over the top. I don't know if maybe that but puts it over the top for me about he's it. He's talking about the reality show, right. Stone. I, I mean, she is a great reality TV star. Because <laughs> uh, now, you're not, now uh, you're not looking at... Right, riding out with the, Car- with the Kardashian sisters. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, everybody's seen it on, uh, what is it, Nickelodeon they do the show? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I suppose you're right, though. Uh, again, I've seen her at work, and you know that that's appealing to me. <laughs> <laughs> She's a professional. Yeah, right. All right, right, right. Uh, oh, I can't say uh, uh, uh. Hey, do we want to uh, do we want to get into a little uh, dog bleep Monday here on Ken Levick Alive? 
Of course uh, we do. A little, a little dog bleep Monday. Let's let let's get it. Let's just get into the dog bleep Monday, so I can give a a proper amount of time to separate it from uh, what we were just discussing before I uh, I talk about one of our fine partners here yeah, yeah. on uh, Ken Levick Alive. Go ahead, Stone. Um, no, it's dog. All right, Coach Sala, leading us in per usual to a dog plate Monday here on ESPN 106.3, Ken Levicka Live. Is there something you've seen, something you've heard over the weekend that made you say, God, what a bunch of dog bleep? Well, this is your chance to get it off your chest. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Let me tell you before we get to your calls and we go around the horn here about my good friend, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. GoldhaberSinus.com. Nasal issues, a lot of people have them. Don't want to admit it. Oh, I'll just use the nasal spray. Oh, congestion. It's just my thing. Oh, I usually sleep with one nostril closed. It doesn't have to be like that. Throat issues, constant tightness feeling. Your tonsils are always large. Uh, There's an issue there, but it can also be treated. What about your chronic snoring? Ah, I snore. It's what I do. It becomes a family joke. (laughs) There's dad again, or there's grandpa again, just snoring, snoring, snoring. This is not healthy. That's where Dr. Neil Goldhaber comes into play. GoldhaberSinus.com. GoldhaberSinus.com. ENT extraordinaire, especially when it comes to ear, nose, throat, snoring. There's a lot of people that just say, well, that's my makeup. That's just how uh, that's just how my life is. You deal with it more than any other thing that I know. But that's the thing. It is not normal, and it can be treated, and there is ways to help you. You don't have to live in agony. You don't have to suffer. You can just ride and you can be comfortable with Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Again, goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com. That is where you get your consultation with Dr. Neil Goldhaber and you begin your path to a much more comfortable life. It's possible. Folks, I know a ton of people that thought that their congestion couldn't be helped until They went and they got it fixed. Dr. Neil Goldhaber is there for you. He's been doing it for decades. He is great at what he does. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com. That is Dr. Neil Goldhaber. All right, Coach Sala, please inspire us for a Dog Bleep Monday. Um, dog Theo, what is your contribution to a Dog Bleep Monday here on Ken Levick Alive? This one is so easy for me on this Monday morning. I've been thinking about it all weekend since the NBA made the announcement, and I've seen all the backlash from either fans that are haters or media members. Anybody who is in opposition of or thinks that the in-season tournament, the NBA Cup, which was announced in Vegas at Vegas Summer League, is a bad idea or think that players won't be motivated to win it or think that it's corny for teams to win it and be proud of it, I think you're all idiots. I think that the way that you uh, perceive players or perceive teams is reflected in your views on this. And I think that the in-season NBA tournament is going to be a great thing, and I can't wait till it kicks off in the NBA. The NBA Cup is what Theo is speaking of. Should we hear just a little bit of Richard Jefferson's explanation from yesterday on ESPN about what the NBA Cup is? Here's Richard Jefferson on ESPN breaking down the new in-season tournament, the NBA Cup. All right, everybody, the NBA first ever in-season tournament is now official. Just a little corny. Like this. First up is group play. All 30 
teams will be split into six groups, three from the East, three from the West, with a random draw based on last year's regular season records. Each team in a group plays each other one time, a total of four games, two at home, two on the road. Now, those games happen Tuesdays and Fridays in November, so set your calendar. Basically, these regular season NBA games also count as tournament games. Now, in each group, the team with the best group play record after those four games, they're moving on. The team with the next best record in each conference, those two are the wild cards. Always watch out for the wild cards. Now, we get to the knockout round. Eight teams, single elimination, and you know what that means. Win and move on. Or lose. And you're out. And the last four teams standing, guess what? You're headed to Vegas, baby. That's Morning. right. In Las Vegas, <laughs> the semifinal battles will get us to the championship game on December 9th. Two teams in a winner-take-all final to be named champion and be awarded the first ever NBA Cup. Come on now. Look, there's right. a lot to look forward right. to this So season. we're good with that. It got pro- yeah. progressively cornier as uh, it went along. So the gist is... Uh, you have your group stage. Anybody who follows soccer will fully understand what's happening here. You have your group stage. You play every team in your group. Uh, whoever has the best record goes into the knockout round. There's going to be a wild card, just like the NFL. Uh, and then you move on. Winner takes all once it's a one and done elimination to the championship game in Vegas. This happens in the season. I think it's good. I, I'll put it simply like this. Okay, I'll put it simply like this. We are constantly complaining about the length of the season and load management. And uh, you had all of the hand-wringing about if the Heat, if the Heat win the championship as a play-in eighth seed, what does that mean for the sanctity of the regular season? Well, here you go. You're playing for something in the regular season. You are coming up with a solution short of making the season 50 games, which it should be. You're keeping it 82, but you're playing for something within the season. It immediately checks one of the boxes and how to fix the regular season. The players, what is it, $500,000 each for the for the champion five hundred thousand. I think the runner up is about two hundred or okay. two hundred fifty thousand. And so that's each. money that each. these players are very much going to welcome yeah. into this scenario. And it gives you a chance if your team wins it or knocks you off another team to talk bleep like you wouldn't have been able to do prior to that. Listen, this is the European soccer model. They play for several different cups within the course of their regular season. Like in the Premier League, uh, you have Manchester City, but Manchester City also plays in the FA Cup, which is a tournament between all of the soccer clubs, no matter the level, uh, Premier League, second division, third division, fourth division in England. So yes, it's different. And would this tournament be better if you were playing teams from like the G League uh, or if there was a, 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 a second division or a third division or whatever? Yeah, it would be better. It would make a little more sense. But this is something that people are going to be able to get behind. A team that maybe doesn't have championship aspirations, but they have a young team that's on the cusp. They win this NBA Cup. Like that could be the start of something big, momentum-wise. This is going to end up being a good thing, and the people poo-pooing it are being so typically American. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Yeah, I think it's just as cool. It's looked at as like kind of savvy, cool. All that matters is the NBA title to be a person that is kind of punting this down. But one thing I would I would beg for those who are against this to to answer for me is like, what's the flip side of this? No tournament. 
So you mean that those games in November and December that you weren't going to care about so already? So you can you're keep gonna, whining and complaining? Right, yeah, you're going to still not care about? So you mean yeah. that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George can keep sitting these things out and it won't matter? Like, at least now, if Kawhi or Paul George sit out one of these games, we're like, oh my goodness, like, not only are you load managing in the middle of the season, you're also punting on this. Right. Like, it gives us a point of contention. Like, right. it, it I, matters now. I honestly think that sports fans in 2023 would much rather have an excuse to whine and complain and gnash their teeth and wring their hands and clutch their pearls as opposed to a league putting itself out there trying to find a solution for a criticism that has existed now for damn near a decade. But the NBA does this and puts itself out there, and it might not be permanent. I think it will be. I think people will buy in. But the immediate reaction being... This sucks. What a stupid idea. What better idea do you have, Carl, living in your mom's basement in Spokane, you hairy dope? Eat more microwave mac and cheese, asshat. Mm. I think the coolest part, Ken, to, to, to speak to the soccer model you brought to everybody's attention... Like, hopefully this cup means something in eight years. Hopefully the Minnesota Timberwolves have three of the cups, and that's something that now is in their bio. Like, yeah. they're, uh, I know they haven't won. It'll be actually worthy of celebrating something like they celebrated when they won the play in two exactly. years ago. And yeah. that's, for the teams like the Nuggets, it'll be, you know, one-time NBA champion and, and three-time NBA cup winner. Yeah. Like, that, 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 it sounds so cool to me. Hopefully it means something in a decade. I think it will. I think it's going to be harder for the NBA cup to mean something to these players' legacies today. But even to this day, like, let's not forget, sometimes when we're having these legacy be- debate between players, they're like, oh, don't forget, he has a couple all-star M- MVPs. Like, it's not going to matter to the level of a championship no, or a regular season MVP. Should it. But it's going to be a mark on your resume. Oh, right. he, he led his team to three in-season NBA Cups, which kind of meant something because it's single elimination tournaments. Right. you got to win or you're out three and games plus the uh, I think it's play. right up the Heat's alley, what too. If you're, what if you're a tanking team? Right, uh, you know, there's not expectations coming into the season for this team, but uh, y- you can you can win the NBA Cup yeah. without completely tanking your tank. That right? only be like four or five wins, right? Exactly. <laughs> so you'll be perfectly fine. And instead of your fan base, you putting your fan base through the hell of a tank. Like them understanding, them spending so much money to go watch a team that everybody. Uh, the, the management, the front office says, yeah. God, we hope we're the worst team in the league. That sucks for a fan. That sucks to come to the reality that your team is that. The one fleeting bit of happiness that you could give that fan base is making a run and winning a trophy come on. during the course of the race. There is literally no downside to this. You're not playing extra games other than getting into the knockout round. And then you're getting incentivized for those extra games right. because if you get in the knockout round, right. you will win money. Now, I want to address one thing, too, because some people are saying, well, players aren't going to care about this. Players are still going to sit out games. So now you're questioning not only a player's competitiveness, knowing that it's a single elimination style tournament, you're also questioning their will to want to make a better life for their teammate in that locker room. You right. look at the Miami Heat roster, um, and I broke it down already. Out of the 16 players actively earning checks on the Heat's active roster right now, 10 of them make $4 million or less. That means that the Heat win this play-in tournament, they get 500000 each. That's, for 10 out of 16 players, more than a quarter of their, of their right. salary. Or actually, more than an eighth of their salary. Yeah. And for about five or six of them, it's more than a quarter of their salary or doubles their salary. Like, you're telling me that Jimmy Butler is going to look at that guy in his locker room who's asked to do the same up and downs, the same heat conditioning stuff in the fall. Bear and crawls. To play through the, yeah, the, 
butt naked bear crawls or whatever right. they're doing in the heat locker room. Right. You're telling me he's going to look at that guy and say, oh, I'm going to sit this out because I don't care about it. I'm not going right. to try to help go hey. win it for you and me. Like, why not? Haywood Highsmith, I love you, but uh, my knee hurts. That's like, it's not going to work. It's not going to work like that. And that's and that's a, a good point. Haywood Highsmith, Nikola Jovic, uh, if he's Jaime Hakez, if he's, if around, he's around, Kevin Love, all of these guys are under that $4 million threshold, and this would be at least salary-changing stuff. And for the guys on the lower end, life-changing to have your salary doubled because you won five basketball games. I'm sure Jimmy and Bam can wake up for that. Uh, Stone, that's a pretty good start here to a dog bleep Monday on Ken LeVick Alive. Um, yeah, it's dog what is your contribution to Dog Blade Monday? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And are you in or out with the NBA Cup? I am totally in. Theo's in. Stone's in. 888-760-3776. Here is my contribution. Now, Stone, I woke up Sunday morning. and I thought I was seeing things at first. You know, sipping tequila Saturday, Sundays. It's what I do. Sometimes you wake up a little fuzzy and you're not sure what you're watching, right? So I jump on Instagram. And I'm scrolling through, scrolling through. Oh, good times. Oh, there's the post that's trying to sell me sockless shoes. Like, oh, just kind of going through, right. checking out some Instagram stories, all that stuff. And I see, uh, right. I see Theo Dorsey's uh, Instagram post. Mm-hmm. He went to the Marlins game on Saturday. Yes, sir. And I noticed, and it, it was a game against the, it was the Marlins and the Phillies. Phillies, yeah. On Saturday. Go and fish. I noticed, I noticed that Theo was wearing a jersey, but it actually wasn't a Marlins jersey or a Phillies jersey. And Theo had committed what I consider to be a cardinal sin Mm. of attending a sporting event. (laughs) Theo was wearing a Houston Astros jersey, (laughs) meaning he wore a jersey of a team not participating in said athletic contest that he visited. And that, to me, Stone, is my, my dog bleep Monday. Um, yeah, it's dog. Now, Theo, let me ask you, because uh, I yeah. am, and Stone's heard me talk about this before, I am very anti-wearing jersey of team not involved in game you're attending because it makes you come off as confrontational. Like you're looking for trouble. Like you're, 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 you're shoving something in people's faces that there's no need to do that. Nobody there cares that you're an Astros fan. Not only that. What are you going to do? Stand up and yell to the heavens? Go Astros! Like why? You're, 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 you're making everybody around you miserable. Who's there to see the Marlins or the Phillies? Not only that, when I see somebody wearing a jersey of a team that's not even playing, it shows me that you're not there for baseball. You don't love baseball. You just... You know, wanted an excuse to, to get out there and yeah, rep your like team. Show okay. off. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're kind of showing like, look off. Look at me. Captain, look at me over here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So let me walk you guys back through how this ends up happening. First oh, off, please do. everybody knows I'm from Houston. Okay, <laughs> thanks, Stone. And I'll have you know, somebody saw my Astros jersey at the ballpark at Lone, Lone Depot Park. He had an Astros jersey on, too. Well, he's a, no, he, he didn't. He no, up, he didn't. He pulls up. He's like, yo, where you from? Oh, Houston. I'm from this side. Oh, what's up? We all take a picture. Me, him, and my fiance, Ashley, who also had on the Astros jersey. Yeah, but jersey. you don't, don't drag her into this because you dragged her into it enough <laughs> by telling her, hey, go ahead and wear this no. jersey. So let me give you a little bit and of he, backstory. And he is a, is a jackass uh, <laughs> violator of this policy just like you. So don't don't sit there and say, like, hey, that dude liked it because there were 20,000 20, other people that are like, look well, at this guy. 20, 
Let's, let me let's ask pump you. the brakes here. It's Lone Depot Park <laughs> we're talking about here. <laughs> would Ashley have put on an Astros jersey? What would she have done if you didn't tell her to do that? She wouldn't have put it on. Yeah, All right. right, right she had right. her outfit ready. So don't pull Ashley into this. You're yeah. right. Okay, this is what I'll say. Who played in the World Series last year? Oh, God. The Astros, who weren't playing in the game that you went to Saturday. The Astros <laughs> against the Phillies. Right, and here's what oh here's boy. the reason now why we're going like. I'm just telling you why I put da the Vinci jersey code. On. I'm not putting Da Vinci code. Are, in nothing. are you doing this on the spot or this? No, was- this is serious. This actually happened the morning before we were about to go. So my friend Cameron, he he works in Miami as well, and he's a big Phillies fan. And we go way back. This is my dog. So he's a Phillies fan. I'm an Astros fan. We actually watched the World Series together, and I teased him and I joked on him. We never bet on it, but I, I like to make fun of him because he's also an Eagles fan. And my Chiefs beat him in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I love to one-up him on how our teams keep getting to the world stage and my teams keep winning. So he invites us to go to the Marlins game. And I'm like, bet, we'll pull up to the Marlins game with y'all. But I wanted to, you know, poke fun at him and make a joke at him. So I wore my Astros gear because I knew he'd be wearing his Phillies gear. Now, I'll ask you who's more in the wrong. Because before we got to the Marlins game, I thought we would just be sitting in normal seats um, just kicking it, you know, watching the game. He's about to flex on us. I'm not about to flex on y'all. It wasn't me that did it. Cam knew that we were going to be going to the Founder Suites at Lone Depot Park. This oh, guy. The oh, Here's what, who's worse? Who's worse? The guy who knows we're going to the Miami Marlins Founder Suite and is rocking a Phillies hat and a Phillies shirt that they made him take off and turn inside out and take his cap off or the guy who has the Astro shirt who's on. They? Who The people in the Founder Suite who, by the way, they told me, they said, hey, Theo, you and Ashley, y'all are cool with the Astro stuff. That's cool. That's AL stuff. That's not our, our business. But Cam walking in here with the Philly shirt on as we're playing the Phillies, a divisional <laughs> rival, in our house trying to kick it in our suite. He was the guy that got chastised and made fun of and not me. People high-fived me for my Astros cap. And they also said, you know what? Good job, champ. You guys are the World Series champs. We aspire to be like that. Okay. So we love. Okay, you're right. They I, didn't say all of that I don't. I, listen. <laughs> listen. Like. Cam, and that was good-natured making him turn around his jersey, right? Good-natured. That's not like a policy at Lone Depot Park. It's not a policy, but the dude came down, and he saw us, and he's like, come on, Cam, I can't bring you up there with a Phillies cap and shirt on. It's like a guest experience thing. That guy's going to get barked at. But you know what? But but maybe he didn't know that, and um, the Phillies were playing in the game. Yeah, but come on. You can't go to the Marlins suite. In they, a Philly shirt when they're playing the Phillies. The I Phillies up, were playing. I grew up in a world <laughs> where going to a White Sox game, Cubs fans, those leeches. That's different. I mean, just scum of the earth. Love to come to the South Side. The Cubs are That's like playing. Different. The Cubs are playing in like Arizona that night, and you've got the White Sox and Royals. They're wearing Cubs jerseys. Like, why are you That's here? Different. Go away. Is that not different though, Stone? Can I at least get? Some credit on this. Like, I picked an AL team. Yeah, just that's wear a not regular button down shirt, man. Be no, stylish. You know like what? You. Here's, here's what I'll say. Gonna wear my Astros here's jersey. what I'll say. Why don't you wait until the Astros play you. the Marlins? Well, I don't, every three years down at Lone Depot Park. Did you ha- like? Did you have to rep the Strohs? Like, you have to wear that jersey? Go to spring training game, ballpark at the Palm Beaches. There's your solution. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm okay. You know what? I'm not gonna refute anything you're saying. You're right. I'm a jackass for wearing an Astros jersey in a ballpark where the Astros weren't playing. I will admit to that. But what I will say is, I was not chastised. I was welcomed in with open arms because it wasn't. A, a rival or anything. The only people that didn't like it were the people that were like, oh, bang the trash can or whatever. Or, you know who really didn't like it? The Phillies fans. And you know what? That made me lockstep with the Marlins fans and 
The fish That's one. That's true. And the fish one. Exactly. I'm so, trolling the Phillies fans. All the Phillies fans there were upset with no, that. They did not but, like it. For real. But, but, but that's fine. But then you're like secondhand, your secondhand jab at them. Like that's just, it violates a protocol. Nobody at the home stadium wants to see someone of an opposing team that is not actually playing in the game see you walk through. Because you're, you're trying to be look at me. You're trying to be look at me, guy. And I'm not saying this is I, you. I know. But a lot of people of your ilk will get drunk and then be like, Bleep the Marlins! Bleep the Marlins! Go Strohs! Yeah, go Yanks! Yankees fans are terrible offenders <laughs> yeah. of this as well. And so this is why I am vociferously anti-jersey guy wearing jersey at a game where said team is not playing, okay? Where do you stand on people wearing the jersey of a team not playing in the game you're attending? Where do you stand on people wearing the jersey of a team not playing in the game that you're attending? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. We have actually a lot of input on social media oh. for this. 888-760-3776. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, and he wears jerseys of teams <laughs> not playing in the game he attends. The champs. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN1063. Um, All right. Now, back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Theo, you're getting lit up by some people on social media at KLV 106.3 for wearing an Astros jersey to a Marlins-Phillies game on Saturday. I'm with you people. I get it. I understand. I understand why you're angry. He violated a code, a fan code. It's just not a good look on Theo's part. All these unwritten rules in baseball, man. I can't keep up. (laughs) Uh, So this week is what we call in the business the slowest week in sports. There is not a single professional sport in North America that plays a game that means anything during this week now that we're in Major League Baseball's All-Star break. Sure, there's the Home Run Derby tonight. Sure, there's the All-Star game tomorrow. Those don't count for anything. They don't mean anything. We're in the All-Star break, NBA Summer League. That's not real. Wimbledon, not in America. This is the slowest week of the year in sports talk radio. So I decided this week I will debut a new segment. It is called Ken's Guide to How To, as I give you a guide how to do Tasks around the home, in the kitchen, or around your place of residence. Mm-hmm. Let's begin here with Ken's guide how to clean your gutters on this Monday. This from BobVila.com. Climbing on a ladder to clean the gutters isn't as safe as cleaning them from the ground since there's always a risk of falling. To reduce this risk, it's essential to use the right ladder. Avoid using a step ladder, which can tip over. A safer bet is to use a sturdy extension ladder that's been fitted with stabilizer arms. Brace the ladder against the siding, keep it from slipping to the side. It's always a good idea to have an assistant on the ground who can hold the ladder and hand up the tools as you need them. Before you climb up high, get ready to clean. Decide which of the following methods best suits your situation. Or you could clean your gutters with a leaf blower stone. Many leaf blowers come with a nozzle attachment designed to release a powerful airstream, and it's perfect for blasting leaves and twigs out of your gutter. Position your ladder so that you can work from one end of the channel to the other, blowing out the obstructions as you go. Block the downspot first with a rag or an old towel to keep from blowing leaves into it. When you're done with the blower, flush out any lingering leaves or twigs with a hose. And that is Ken Levick's guide on how to. Here on Ken Levick Alive. 
That's pretty good stuff there because I actually have not cleaned my gutters at the crib. Well, I'm glad that I did this. So now you yeah. heard that. And now you can use those helpful tips that I passed along to you. Yeah, I got a wet dry vac, uh, not a leaf blower, so I have to try to figure that out. I know leaf blowers come kind of battery powered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's an easier thing to and take again, on the find roof. a partner. Yes. Find a partner to I'll, make it as safe as possible. My fiance Ashley, who also wore the Astros jersey with me. So oh. maybe she'll help clean the gutters with me too. And tomorrow on Kindlevick's Guide How To, uh, I may, may give you... Some tips in the kitchen. Oh, that's okay? got So that'll come, that'll come tomorrow oh, here on uh, Ken Levicka Live. Yeah. You're a good man. Is joint pain affecting your quality of life? At Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, their team is experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Uh, okay. Let's go ahead and get to the phones real quick. This is Kevin in Lake Worth on Ken Levicka Live. Hey, Kev. Hey, fellas. So, um... Yeah, Ken, you were wanting everybody to get on you uh, for, uh, you know, CEO wearing the uh, jersey at the game. Right, but right. I was actually just more offended <laughs> by what you just pulled off right here. With Ken Levick's how-to, <gasps> and then you're going to take it from a source from Bob Vila. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's not Ken Levick's how-to anymore. It's Bob Vila's how-to read by Ken Levick. <laughs> oh. Um... um Dog. You know, you know, Kevin. You mentioned that. Is that. My dog shit. Yeah, 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 and, uh, and appreciate the call. And that is that is how that is. Of course, of course. <laughs> yep, yep. There you go. There you go. You all right, Stone? Okay, you're fine. Don't yeah, worry. we're all right. Uh, we're good. Ah, it was all going so. At well least he defended point. me. Yeah, I do think we need to change the name of the segment. <laughs> but. Has it, has it happened but, before? But there's no Bob Vila contribution to the kitchen, so I'm going to have to get more creative tomorrow. Maybe Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart's guide to how to. No, he's talking about. Oh, he's not talking about dog bleep. He's talking, he's talking about, about the how to. Yeah. So Ken hey, Levicka reads the By the way, the, the name of the segment is Dog Bleep Monday. Dog Bleep. Yeah. Bleep. Just a reminder for everybody. Dog Bleep Monday. Who knows what I what like my paycheck said after that. I appreciate you guys listening, but I want to get paid, too. Yeah. Okay? Uh, let's go ahead and uh, and go down the line here because, uh, just, Theo, did you notice on social media? I don't know if you noticed. On social media Saturday, I did pose the question. I didn't see it. Um, I, I, I posed the question, where do you stand on people wearing the jersey of a team not playing in the game you're attending? Uh, that's the day I went. Yeah, Saturday I was man. I was uh-huh. having so many whiskey cokes and stuff. You, up didn't, there. you didn't notice. You know the drinks free up there in the suites. Uh, oh. James tweets in: Any adult wearing a jersey ever is a laughably unacceptable decision. Okay. I actually wow. disagree. With Relax, that. there, weirdo. He's at you're at a professional sports game. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I wear jerseys when the teams yeah. that I'm watching are playing, uh, and what I'm wearing. Uh, Ghost tweets in: uh, My reaction is justifiable homicide. Mm. Wow. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Uh, Jay Wubbs tweets in, wearing a Yankees jersey to a Phillies-Marlins game in Miami should result in immediate and lifetime ban from any future sporting events. Yeah, I'm talking to the guy sitting two rows in front of me. So That's he good. was there nice. at that same game you were, but it was a Yankee, like we said. 
Yankees, because the Yankees fans are, are offenders of this nonstop, yeah. you and your Astros jersey, that would apply to you as well. It's a, it's similar, but a little different. People do hate the Astros, but the visceral, like, real hate is more so like a Yankees-type squad. Not the Astros. Come on. Uh, Andy tweets in, completely unacceptable, and I notice it every time. Bravo, Andy. Bravo. Now, here's this nuance from Jake. Jake tweets in, obviously it's fair game if you wear a Devin Singletary jersey to an FAU Ohio State game or a Burrow Bengals jersey to an LSU Alabama game. I like that. Wearing an Otani jersey to a Mets Brewers or a Steph jersey to Heat Grizzlies is pretty ridiculous, though. Or worse, Otani to Heat Grizzlies. Yeah, that's a, that's really weird yeah. if you do like, that. Like, what are you doing? What that, that's like? It's serial it's, killer. It, it, it's it's like you overconfident in yourself. It's like that you think you're something better. So I'm gonna wear like the capital of the baseball world, the best player to this random game. I hate yeah. that. Hate that. So consider yourself warned, Theo. Hopefully, this is a one-time offense. I get it. I mean, honestly, first of all, shout out Jeanette Javier who got the uh, Jose Altuve uh, jerseys for myself. Involved in this too, and actually, yeah, the voice of the <laughs> Astros at the ballpark at the Palm Beaches during their spring training. So, shouts to her. And I can say, just lastly, one last thing is, I didn't know when I would ever be able to break the jerseys out again. I'm not going to too many more baseball games. So, so that was just getting it off. Well, do it on your own time. I know. Uh, when we come back. We listen to contributors to The Ringer cry about Damian Lillard to the Heat. <laughs> He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. whole bunch of new segments. A new segment we're debuting right now here on Ken LaVica Live. We listen to Ringer contributors cry about Damian Lillard to the heat. A bit cumbersome, but it applies. Let's first hear Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons from the Bill Simmons podcast, The Ringer. Bill Simmons on Damian Lillard, the heat, and the Boston Celtics. So we're talking about the Celtics, and it would have to be Jalen. And, Jaylen you know, I, I just don't think that's going to happen. But just to Brooklyn. jump in real quick, everybody thinks you're dumping on the heat thing because you want him for Boston. It's not going to happen. No way. I don't think they have any chance to get to oh, get Dame. And I, I think I think you're I don't talking know what simply market. Like yeah. what makes sense for Portland side? Brooklyn, I have them in bold. Chicago oh, needs a point guard, but oh, they don't make sense. God. I don't think the Miami offer makes sense. Orlando, I have in bold. If they said F- it, let's go get Dame, but I don't know how he's in a better situation. Oh my god, Toronto, what? sure. But he's not in a the better coping, situation to get closer to the title. Washington, he's not so going to the title there. Clippers, oh, stop I just don't think Paul teams. George and two picks is enough, and I don't know if that guarantees him anything. Minnesota is interesting. New Orleans no, is not. interesting. <laughs> well, he could he, be in, he could be with the Clippers by himself quickly too. But it's so, not going to happen. I, I, so you know, it doesn't I don't matter. That. Although you'd sell it on good front office, great ownership. No. And Oh you know God. what? Like, oh my we're going to reinvent it around he you. He wants to go to the, the Heat and only the Heat. The not the like, Clippers, not the, the Timberwolves, not the Magic, yes. not the Celtics. Phoenix, no! San Antonio, what? he's not no! winning anytime soon, Phoenix. especially after just seeing one. Stop it. They're literally going down every team Utah in the NBA. Utah would be the one that's kind of oh, a wild card. Stop it. That team no, they're not a wild card. Want to know why? Because he's going to the Heat. So, 
you cry, you got to cross off. Like he's not going to go many all these places. You cross off twenty nine teams, I Bill. <laughs> and I think it's going to end up being twenty nine teams or Miami. Bill, cry about it. Cry about it, Bill. Cry about it. I get to. Like, we could have just cut it off after 10 seconds when he's like, I don't think the Celtics are going to get tame. Of course you don't, because it's never been realistic. Oh. These guys, man, Bill Simmons, Ryan Rossillo, Kevin O'Connor, these ringer guys are insufferable. I mean, they are so upset. Yeah. Listen to the man. Listen to the man. He says, I want the heat. Hey, Bill, keep crying. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.